Welcome, 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 welcome. Yes, uh, my name's Pete Morgan. This is the Puppy Podcast. It's the podcast where I talk about the lives of our two dogs, five-year-old Lincoln uh, and 17-month-old Elvis. Uh, we do talk about Elvis uh, more. He is a black Labrador and Lincoln is a yellow Labrador. And I basically share our experiences of having uh, a young dog in the house and having a second dog as well. Uh, it's also the place where you can come along. Whether you're a, a puppy owner, a prospective puppy owner, a dog owner, a dog lover, we come together, we share our experiences in the trials and tribulations, in the hope that we will all become better puppy and dog owners. If you've got any questions, any queries, any stories, any photos, love to see the photos, uh, then you can get in touch. We're on the Facebook page uh, at The Puppy Podcast. We're on Instagram at The Puppy Podcast, on Twitter at Puppy Podcast, uh, or you can email The Puppy Podcast at gmail.com uh, and you can also uh, go to the website as well the puppypodcast.com website where you can see all 64 this is episode 65 so all 64 uh, episodes uh, and you can uh, check it out there if you're joining us for the very first time thank you so much uh, if you found us via itunes or stitcher or google play um, thank you. Please leave a review, particularly on iTunes. Uh, the more reviews, the more um, ratings that we get, the higher up the searches we go. So if someone, I mean, if someone's looking for the Puppy Podcast, if they type that into search, obviously they find us. Um, but if they just type in Puppy, there might be six or seven other things uh, or more that they would find before they come and find the Puppy Podcast. And, we, you know, we like them to find us first because we's bestest. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we are. it's just us mucking about. Um, however you're listening to us, uh, lovely to know that you're there. Hello. If you're at the dog park, uh, if you just sat around with your furry babies, if you're in the car, hello, welcome along. Um, no episode last Friday and, um, thank you so much, uh, for, uh, to everyone for uh, just posting all their photos when I said we weren't having, we weren't having a, um, we didn't have a, an episode uh, last week. So basically, just to explain, to just kind of lift the curtain, break the fourth wall a little bit, I record this. Generally, I record it on a Friday morning. Sometimes I record it on a Thursday night. And both of those times weren't available for us because uh, I had some appointments regarding the problems I've had with my back. Um, so I, I just, I, and I was getting myself a little bit kind of stressed about it because I, I don't like missing episodes. Um, you know, I don't like missing a week, but it, we realized that the best thing to do was, you know, kind of see the medical people about my back. So that's what we did. The latest on that is there is a disc bulge. Um, so one of the discs in my back is bulging out a little bit. It's impinging on one of the nerves, uh, which means I've got some numbness in my right leg. We believe it was caused by some extreme Elvis walking. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's what caused it, which is not ideal, but, um, so yeah, so what we're going to try and do over the next few weeks is, uh, just try, you know, uh, do some walking on my own. I can't walk the dogs. I, I've been told I can't do that. Um, and obviously can't really lift anything, you know, too heavy. I mean, lift the laundry. You know, I can't pick a car up or anything. Not that I was doing that before. Um, 
Uh, but you know, you can kind of go swimming and, and just try and uh, look after it and do some exercises on my core uh, and try and get that better. But we are uh, keeping one eye on the surgery option. So that's that's a possibility as well. But I will let you know and, and keep you up to date with what's uh, going on. Um, but thank you so much for, for all the, the puppy and dog photos that you posted on social media for me last Friday. It was, it really, I mean, genuinely cheered me up. And it was just lovely to uh, to see how, because so, some of the dogs that were posted were obviously some of the dogs that have been Puppy Dog of the Week in the past. And it was lovely to see those uh, uh, as well and see how they've grown and see how they've come on. Uh, it was just, it was, it really was just wonderful. Uh, and thank you so much. Um, Elvis then. So, obviously, because I can't, walk him um or or lincoln for that matter we've still got the dog walker uh coming in um and he's um responding well to that uh he still gets very excited when the lead comes out and there's a lot of waiting for him to calm down before you know you put the lead on because what we don't want him to think is that kind of getting overexcited is the thing that's going to get him out of the house you know, he's got to understand that it's the the act of sitting down and being good that's uh, going to make sure we leave the house, uh, you know, and, and that he, he goes on a walk. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's kind of the the, uh, the 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 situation at the moment. But he is, I mean, apart from, and I, I feel like I say this every episode, apart from he gets very overexcited when the lead comes out and he gets very excited when visitors come, particularly people he's not met before. Um, apart from that, he really is maturing so much more. Uh, he's using his bed more than he's ever done before. Uh, so he's in his bed an awful lot. So if I went out now, so I'm in my office, which is next to the kitchen. His bed is in the kitchen now, and his crate is kind of in our uh, living room thing. Um, and if I walked out, he'd be in his bed. Because, and that just seems to be where he spends most of the day. Because Lincoln just takes himself off upstairs and sleeps on our bed. Elvis is still not going upstairs. And I'm not pushing it, because I, I, I'm, I, I'm quite... Please, I don't want him. You know, I think it's going to be a whole. We may have to do a special episode for, for when he goes upstairs because that's going to create a whole new raft of problems and issues that we're going to have to bear in mind. Um, so uh, yeah, but he, he's he's doing well with the trust uh, in the main. As occasionally he'll take things and, and and this is the thing there's no real destruction he's taking stuff and he just takes it in the garden and just leaves it there so a couple of towels have gone out there a couple of shoes and walking boots and things but they're not destroyed he just takes them puts them in the garden goes there you go that's that's the right that seems the right place for this um so yeah but he is he's he's getting better all the time and and again as i've said on many occasions i mean he is as cute as all giddy up i just I could just look at him for hours. Um, so we've started talking about some holiday plans um, and where we would take him, take both of them uh, away. So we'll, we'll talk about that uh, in a short while as well and uh, and get to that. Uh, don't forget, if you've got a new pup or a dog uh, and you want to nominate them for Puppy Dog of the Week, 
then you can. Uh, they get the show dedicated to them. We talk about them. We rave about your dog. Uh, post some of the pictures you send us on social media. Uh, and uh, you could well be getting a certificate. It's it's. I tell you now, never mind, blah, blah, Oscars, BAFTAs, Nobel Prizes, Puppy Dog of the Week. That's the accolade everybody's after nowadays. Uh, So if you want to nominate your dog, then you can. Email only. Uh, You can get in touch. The Puppy Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us a little bit about your dog. uh, And they could be Puppy Dog of the Week. Uh, now, though, it's time for dog news. And this is where we just look at uh, a couple of stories that have been going on regarding dogs and puppies over the past week. One that's just broken, uh, and I'm reading this from the BBC News website. This broke in the early hours of this morning. The MPs are going to be investigating the effectiveness of the 1991 Dangerous Dogs Act because there's new figures that suggest that there's been an increase in attacks. Apparently, hospital admissions for dog attacks, obviously this is just in the UK, rose by 76% in a decade. So what the MPs are going to be looking at is whether or not the public is being properly protected and look at animal welfare concerns. Um, The RSPCA says that the Dangerous Dogs Act is ineffective and unjust. It needs replacing. There are four dogs, four breeds uh, banned by the Dangerous Dogs Act. They are Pitbull Terriers, Japanese Tozers, Dogo Argentino and Fila, Fila Brasilio, I think that the, the breed of the name is. Apologies if I've got that wrong. But those are the four uh, that are deemed dangerous dogs, which again, I think, in a, you know, we've talked about this in the past, whether there's anything like a dangerous dog or whether it's actually a dangerous owner that is the problem. Uh, and to be fair, if you own a pit bull terrier, you can get a certificate of exemption if the court believes. So the owner has to demonstrate that the dog is not dangerous. Uh, and obviously, the Dangerous Dogs Act doesn't just cover those four breeds. It makes it an offence for an owner to uh, allow any dog to be dangerously out of control. So generally, what's been happening in the UK is if a dog bites someone, badly bites someone or attacks someone, generally that dog will be put down. Uh, generally the dog will be destroyed, that there will be no respite and there will be no um, uh, no kind of saving the dog, unfortunately. Um, but and, and the Dangerous Dogs Act was brought in to reduce dog attacks, but it doesn't look like it's working. So they're going to revisit that. So that's going to be that's going to be quite interesting over the over the next few months. I mean, you know, when we walk our dogs, I've said uh, if we're in the park, generally they're off the lead. But if we see somebody else walking their dog on the lead and there's really just, you know, there's a handful of reasons as to why that could be. That could just be the, for the the uh, the comfort of the owner, you know, that they're afraid their dog's going to run off. It could be because um, they're being disciplined. Sometimes we'll walk Lincoln on the lead when he's run off and been a bugger somewhere. Um, or it, it could be because they're a bit dangerous that, you know, that they are, they're cranky. They're a grumpy dog. Um, so we, you know, we always try and put um, our dogs back on the lead when they're on the lead because it's, it's not fair. Um, so, but it'll be interesting to see what the legislation goes from there. Uh, that's the dog news this week. The puppy news is from China. This is a Miss Wang. 
who went to a pet shop um, uh, <laughs> in uh, in China, and uh, she paid £140 uh, for what she was told was a Japanese Spitz. Uh, but then uh, what happened, this is in the uh, Shanxi province, uh, what happened then is the puppy's tail started to grow a lot longer than a dog's tail should, and the face became more pointed. So the owner uh, went to a Taiwan Zoo and spoke to an animal uh, expert there, or an expert in animal epidemic prevention, uh, who took one look at the puppy and went, yeah, yeah, that's a fox. And when you see, <laughs> when you see the photo... I don't know how you could think it was anything else. It's absolutely a white fox. Um, uh, you know, essentially what this woman has now got is a domesticated fox. But when it reached three months old, she was feeding it kind of fruit and chicken breast and dog food. And the do- the, the fox, not the dog, the fox started re- rejecting the dog food. Uh, the dog started rejecting the dog food at about three months old. And now we know why. <laughs> because it was a blooming fox. So, anyway, um, she uh, basically, she's now got to put this fox in quarantine. She's handed it over to the zoo. It's going to be placed in an enclosure. And apparently Miss Wang has uh, apparently been uh, uh, given a free invite to the zoo to visit the animal whenever she misses it. I just wonder if she's going to go and get another one. If she does, don't go back to that pet shop, for goodness sake. No, no, this is a uh, rare Chinese poodle. It doesn't have uh, doesn't have any legs, and it's it's got like a forked tongue and scales. Yeah, yeah, no, they drop away after the first few weeks of it being a puppy, and it'll be a fully grown dog in uh, in a few weeks' time. Yeah, uh, Miss Wang, if you're listening, and I can't believe you would be, uh, don't do it. Don't go. Don't go back to that. Uh, don't go back to that pet shop for goodness sake uh, so that is this week's dog news uh, posted on social media I literally just did it this morning I'm, as a, uh, uh, the recording this uh, the time is about quarter past nine so it must have been about half past six this morning it just popped into my head of oh yeah I should, I'll ask a question for uh, this week's uh, podcast episode so I asked uh, what commands does your dog or puppy know and thank you very much uh, for getting in touch. It's always lovely to hear from you. Emma got in touch and said, um, our dog knows sit, down, roll over. Wow. Round. That's go round in a circle. Up. So standing up, great. Speak. Followed immediately by quiet. Uh, it can stay for about one minute or until I get more than 10 paces from him, whichever is the greater. Um, and Emma says, he knows leave. But he develops selective hearing. Yes. <laughs> you see, that's the thing. We've not got... So we've got all of ours No, Both of ours all. Both of ours know... I went cold when I said all then. Um, both of ours, Lincoln and Elvis, both know sit. Uh, they both know wait. They know gentle for when you're giving them a treat. Always go gentle because they get quite snappy. Um, this way... Uh, tends to be so if you're walking in the park it's a way of just getting them to to follow you so you just kind of going no 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 you're not going that way we're going this way uh, and then they start to follow you 
Uh, but our general kind of, we don't have, like, no and leave and stuff like that. That just tends to be, ah, <laughs> which is just a noise, really. Ah. So if you drop something on the floor, so, you know, you're chopping onions or something or, you know, chopping garlic and you drop some of it on the floor, normally, if you've got a Labrador, you will know that kind of thing is just going to hit them on the back of the head because they'll, they'll bend down so quickly to try and pick it up off the floor. Uh, but they can't have onion, they can't have garlic, it's damaging to them. Same with chocolate and stuff like that. But whatever we drop on them, we drop food on the floor. I don't want them eating it off the floor. I only want them to eat stuff that we give them as a treat or is put in their food bowls. They're not they're not hoovers uh, or vacuum cleaners. Um, so there is a lot of ah when you're cooking. Ah means don't eat that. <laughs> Just ah ah. And they, they, to be fair, they respond to that pretty well. Um... Uh, you've been getting in touch uh, as well. Thanks very much for that, uh, Emma. Um, we have also got uh, Freckles says the usual. Sit, stay, wait, down. Oh, and tea time, apparently. Oh, actually, the dogs, yeah, Lincoln and Elvis do know din-dins. If I say, and I have a little song that goes with it. Din-din-din-din-din-dins. A din-din-din-din-din-dins. It's a din-din-din-din-din-dins. That's... Um, that normally sets them up. I'm surprised, actually. They've not come in to kind of go, sorry, are you talking dindins? Because I'm very up for that. Um, uh, Freckles is saying chewy, apparently, is what, which means attention straight away, which is great. Uh, and um, uh, Freckles doesn't know walkies. Freckles knows pub. So when they say they weren't going for walkies, it's pub. And that's it. He's ready. Um, uh, Jean says lots, the usual ones, and then names of toys, as in fetch Ted. Uh, um, for example, uh, and Jean's actually sent a video through, which I'm going to try and see if I can get it on the Puppy Podcast feed, where um, she uh, says to her dog, um, which is a border collie, which does really help. She says, you know, where's Ted? Fetch Ted and go and get a, a teddy bear, which I'm presuming is called Ted. And then she'll go, where's the dumbbell? Where's the dumbbell? And the dog goes and gets the dumb, the little kind of plastic dumbbell thing, you know, those that float in the water. Where's it? And goes and gets them and brings it. That, that's genius. That's very good. That's very specific with the commands. Phil says, our Charlie will do everything you say, apart from keep out of the kitchen. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, Ty has said high five. Oh, yeah, actually, Lincoln and Elvis both know high five and give paw. Uh, high five, let's go outside. Eat your food, uh, go poo, go pee, give me a kiss. Don't do all of those together. I mean, you know, separate those out with some baby wipes, I would have thought. Uh, Francis, uh, sorry, Ed says, uh, let me ask him. Apparently, uh, none. He doesn't know any commands. He just sits there ignoring me and licking himself. Good, nice. Uh, Martin says, everything other than sit, which he categorically refuses to do, which I've always found with Lincoln and Elvis was the easiest one to get them to do. That was the easiest command to get them to sit. They just kind of did it automatically. Of just basically, you get the 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 pup or the dog in front of you. You have a a treat in your hand, and you kind of quickly pass it over the top of their head. And what they do is they try and sit down to go back with it, and then it, it just happens. Uh, Jason says, our dog knows loads of commands. They just chooses to ignore me. Uh, Claire says, we learnt recently that our dog knows the word chicken. But doesn't, and that's the thing, I don't know how. 
Um, uh, Darren says we've got an old English sheepdog. The only commands he knows is eat and sleep. Oh, and bark. We call him the reprobate. <laughs> I love that. Um, Angela says my aunt had a fantastic dog who could open and close the back door. And if you played Irish music, she would dance. Well, chase her tail like a maniac. Heidi was a very special dog. Yes, he sounds it. I love dogs that react to music. I don't know why. We, my uncle and auntie used to have uh, a golden retriever that when you played, if you ever played Vivaldi's The Four Seasons, would just go bananas. Any other piece of classical music, no problem, nothing, you know, would happily trot about. But for some reason, something in Vivaldi's The Four Seasons, bang, just go off on one. Uh, and Ian has said, we're up to about 25 words that Chester knows, but not all of them accuse to do something. Uh, I think we're going to try and get Ian on uh, on the podcast uh, in the next few episodes. Ian, for the sake of transparency, is a very good friend of mine. Uh, I've known him... Oh, too many years to even think about now there's about 20 odd years um and chester is his second dog uh, he lives out in california and uh, uh he, he's always gone with rescue dogs and chester is a rescue dog so we'll get him on soon and talk a little bit more about those 25 words uh, but thank you very much uh for those that's brilliant uh thank you uh uh, so much for for your response on that. That's a, that's excellent. Don't forget, you can always get in touch. Any subject that we've talked about is always open, um, because I appreciate that people are coming to these podcasts sometimes months, years in some cases after they've been recorded. And you know, I, I regularly get people saying, "Oh, I've just started listening to the podcast," and that's lovely to know. And thank you very much. But anything that we've talked about, you can get in touch about. Uh, you know. What's the story behind your dog's name? Um, what's the most surprising thing about owning a dog? Good places to go on holiday, which links into what I'm going to talk about next. Uh, what commands do your dog know? Anything, anything at all. Uh, you can get in touch uh, via the usual places on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email at thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, so we're thinking of going away. I mean, we are going away. We've got uh, a couple of holidays booked yeah, across the year but neither of those of the two that we've got aren't with the dogs we want to book one that is away going away with the boys um and we've just been trying to weighing up how to do that with elvis because he does get overexcited. so our thought is a dog friendly hotel and we've stayed in some excellent ones uh, probably wouldn't work because he would just get himself too overexcited. So we're looking at renting a cottage for uh, a few days and going and staying in, in a cottage, a cottage that will um, have space, you know, so it's just the four of us rather than being in a hotel with loads of other dogs. And then it's just having him in a different area and we can go out for walks and somewhere nearby where there's a town um, where we can go shopping and, you know, again, just go and sit. And if there's other dogs, he can experience that because that that's a, a, a big thing of just immersing him in it. And I think that's the only way that we're going to um, get him to that point of, uh, not getting as excited as he gets uh, when there are other dogs about or other people about. Just kind of almost immersion therapy with him. Uh, you know, swamp him with dogs. Because there's a there's like a doggy daycare thing near us and, I, and we're thinking about just sending him there 
for a, a couple of days just to kind of see how he goes. Uh, but because because he does get overexcited and because he's a big dog, some people see that as um, aggressiveness. And he, he, he's not, or aggression, I believe is the correct word. Um, and he's not. He's not aggressive at all. And I will defend that forever and ever. He's just, he's boisterous. He never bites. He never, you know, growls. He barks because he wants to play. So that's kind of what we're going through at the moment. And by all means, if, if you're in the, if you're listening in the UK and you've got any suggestions, maybe you've kind of rented a, a dog-friendly cottage or you've been to a particular area. I know the Lake District is incredibly dog-friendly, and we've we've loved going up there with Lincoln two or three times, uh, and that's been one of the places we've thought about. But if there's a particular area that you've been to in the UK um, that uh, it has been good for dogs, by all means, please. Please let us know um, because uh, yeah we do want to we want to go away with him you know we want to take him on holiday because we we are a family why would we why would we not and I I think we've kind of got ourselves used to the fact that the first time we do it, it, it it's going to be a challenge uh, and it, you know it may not be the the most um, relaxing time that we spend but we've got to go through it to get to the point where he would be relaxed. So, yeah, um, I have a little bit of news uh, that uh, I wanted to tell you about, and it's uh, regarding the Puppy Podcast. Um, I'm going to change how we do the Puppy Podcast. So, from now on, so this is episode 65. So, from now on, uh, the Puppy Podcast is going to be every two weeks rather than every week and the the reason that it, uh, has come about is just because because of Elvis's age I mean he's 17 months now his behavior and his growth has kind of plateaued and the there just isn't interesting stuff to talk about every week I mean personally I could talk every day about Elvis but the the debate I've been having with myself is how interesting to other people that talk is and because he's really reached a, a plateau in his behavior that he's starting to calm down now and I think until if he ever does get upstairs there isn't going to be a, a kind of a big new spike in his his behavior um I'd be struggling to put something together every every week, um, and yeah, I could always do more dog news, dog news, uh, or, or things like that. But the, the the purpose of the podcast is to talk about Elvis and to talk about Lincoln. And if there's not as much to talk about with Elvis and Lincoln, then I just don't want the podcast to be dull. That's the the thing I. I and I, I again, I you know, I'm under no, um, I'm under no misapprehension. I, I, I get it that some people are going to find the podcast dull anyway because they're not dog people. But um, I, I would hate for you, the the loyal people who've been there week in, week out, and have joined us on this journey since the beginning of last year, since the beginning of 2017. I would hate for you to think, oh, this is just dull now. 
and you may have all, some of some of you may think that occasionally, and I know that I do with some podcasts that I listen to, but I just hate for that to become the norm. So I am gonna do it every every two weeks. So uh, Friday the eleventh of May is today, um, and this is as I say episode sixty five. So episode sixty six uh, will be out on Friday the twenty fifth of May. Uh, so there'll be nothing now. It, what it doesn't mean uh, is that I'm going to be switching off. In between, you know, I'm still going to be on social media. Everything is still there for people to uh, engage with and comment on and, and post their own pictures as well. And I'll still be posting pictures of the boys. And I want you to still post pictures of your dogs and puppies as well. So we can all go, oh, so cute and things like that. So please do keep them coming. But um, I just feel going to two weeks uh, from now on, every two weeks with the Puppy Podcast will be uh, the best thing to do. So that's what we are going to do. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know why. It feels a bigger thing in my head. You know, it feels like a, a momentous thing. And I'd, I don't think it is. I, I just think it's it's a natural evolution of where the podcast is going. And uh, hopefully you'll you'll come along on the journey with us. It, it, you know, it's been lovely so far and I've, I've n- no reason to see why that would change. We'll still have guests and, you know, we're still talking to people about coming on and, you know, there's still people wanting to nominate their dogs for Puppy Dog of the Week. <laughs> so everything, really, nothing will change apart from the frequency. And also it means that the people uh, who are just starting listening now, they'll catch up quicker. Because um, when, they, when they're binge listening, they'll get through it. Right. Okay, then. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, then you can. Plenty of places. Our Facebook page, The Puppy Podcast. On Twitter, at Puppy Podcast. On Instagram, at The Puppy Podcast. On email, thepuppypodcast at gmail.com. Or go to the website. Uh, and the website will link you to the social media uh, accounts as well. And also, there will be a full list of all 60-odd episodes that we have done so far go to the puppypodcast.com you can subscribe to the puppy podcast on itunes stitcher google play all good podcast apps making sure you never miss an episode thank you so much for listening thank you so much for caring when i wasn't here last week it really does mean a lot this has been a monkey pants production and i will see you and your furry babies next time